It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. All right, we're back with the post shows. We did some while I was gone, but for the most part, my schedule was wake up at butt crack early. And every minute was kind of segmented out and wasn't able to do as many as I would have liked. But this is all bonus anyway. We're not even supposed to do this. We do this because we're like, we have more stuff to talk about, uh, which today is the case. All right, where do we start? Why don't we roll through some voicemails, Ray? You good with that? Yep. Uh, let's play number one from El Paso, Texas. Hey, Bobby. Good morning, studio. I was really excited because today was the first time I was going to get to wake up and listen to the show for the first time live in a really long time. And wouldn't you know it, I got a phone call. I'm the loss prevention manager at where I work, and the guy who called me said that someone just stole a bunch of stuff from the truck yard. So I'm headed in at a 138. So have fun. Good luck without my support again today. No, have I a good one. Bye. <laughs> Wasn't meant to be. I hate, a whole, I hate a, an old good luck without my support. Yeah. Uh, we had an interesting show today. We can't play it back on the podcast, the uh, the live performances because of music licensing issues. But we played back the Raging Idiots, the last million dollar show that we did because uh, we didn't do one last year because of COVID. Yeah, two we, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't do one last year because of COVID. Yeah. Why'd you yell in the middle of that? Because he said, good morning, studio. And it's just muscle memory. I went, my- God. I thought something was wrong with like the no, feet. No, he was yelling morning. No, I was like morning. Amy's then, done that before too. Uh, I, I think that's only when you're tired. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that a lot last year, I think. We'd play or a voice earlier this year. They'd be like, hey, guys. They'd be like, hey. Oh, so crap. Oh, I'm so sorry you're going through that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a voicemail. Uh, let's see. Here is a voicemail. Number two, please, Ray. Morning, studio. As a morning coming for Amy, would you call Santa playing a claw machine? Santa Claus. Merry Christmas, everybody. Cute. Yeah, good. Uh, he's actually 28, so. <laughs> yeah. Just high voice. Yeah. Uh, here is Courtney from Kansas City. My five-year-old had a question after listening to the grandmother song. Did you really see your grandmother naked? And if not, where did the idea for that song come from? I saw my grandmother naked so many times. Really? Yeah, wow. not on purpose. But my, huh. gr- my grandmother raised me, and I would see her, I mean... You remember seeing your grandma? I, of course. I, I don't know that you've ever unpacked that here. It's not unpacking. Like, it was accidental. You, like, she'd be oh. changed. I mean, yeah, probably three or four times. I'd, I'd be like, oh, crap. I'm oh. supposed to see that. But, yeah, I did. I've never asked you this question, but when you're singing it, do you... Picture her? Picture it. Not now. I think early what, I did. What, what, okay. Huh. We, we wrote it. I just wondered that right now. Sorry, Lunchbox. Who here it? has seen their grandma naked? Uh, not me. But not mine me. was accidental. Amy, your parents let you see them naked on purpose. Oh, I saw uh, my parents naked, but uh, I never saw my grandparents naked. But, yeah, but my grandmother was my parent. That's true. Very true. And it was accidental. When yours were like, <laughs> look at this. <laughs> mine were not like, uh, look at that. Amy's parents were like, head, shoulders, knees, and toes, but knees naked. Toes. Yeah. That is not exactly how it was. <laughs> uh, let's do... We have one more. Uh, uh, oh, number five, Charlie from West Virginia. Yeah, good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Uh, I just pray to God that your your family and friends uh, are safe from that devastating tornadoes. God bless you. Keep up the good work. Thank you. We we are here, or at least we are um, on on the show today. We did talk about Kentucky, and we're you know working with our Pimp and Joy line to donate. There are many ways, but if you can go back and listen to today's show, you'll hear us talk about that um, at length. Uh, for me personally, I was. In a Hilton in Costa Rica, I had to get up at 4.30 that day to go to the jungle and shoot. 
But I did see that storms were about to come through, and Kaylin came back early. She came back uh, four or five days before I did. And she was like, I think there are some storms coming through. I'm not sure. So I kept watching it, and I was like, oh, crap, because they had hit Arkansas, the, the upper right corner of the state. And so I was like, hey, be aware. And she's like, I am aware. And I saw my phone start vibrating at like 1.30 in the morning, and she's like, okay, we have tornado things happening here where they're telling us there's a warning. And now if there's a watch, no reason to be concerned. Be cautious, but no reason to be concerned. And I grew up in Arkansas, and we had tornadoes, but she grew up in Oklahoma where they had tornadoes. And so it turned to a warning, and I said, hey, you should probably go to the part of the house, like the basement area, and take the dogs. And so she did, and she, you know she was in the basement. Dogs are like, what's happening? It's 3.30 in the morning. Dogs are peeing. Mm-hmm. They're freaking out. Yeah. Alarms are going, like uh, sirens are going mm-hmm. off. Did you guys hear sirens? Oh, yeah. yeah. People are texting to check on her. Um, I know Amy was one of them. So, but she was back in the States in our house by herself. And luckily one did not hit us. That being said, they did destroy parts of uh, Kentucky, uh, Northeast Arkansas. You know, there are tornadoes that, that hit, but we are good. But for her, she was just like, I just got home. Oh crap. What do I do? Dogs are freaking out. But the sirens worked. I got to shout them out. Yeah. The sirens worked. The cell phone. <laughs> I was getting on my phone too. They're like, Hey, there's yeah. a tornado. Had I not been awake, I don't know if it would have woken me up. I was concerned that she wouldn't wake up, but the sirens woke her up. You tweeted out a Twitter account that's really good. And, yeah, and, I watched And that. I clicked on that. and During was, the tornadoes? During the tornadoes. And there was a guy live just kind of broadcasting every, what everything was doing at the same time. So. He was sitting in his bedroom mm-hmm. with a microphone. Yeah. But that it's, uh, you know, for here it's like Nash severe weather. And there are these all over the country, but they're better than like the local news. Totally. Because that's all they do is focus on. They don't care about sunny days. They don't care. It's like when it's severe weather... They're on it. And I'm not sure what their expertise is, like what, what they studied. I don't even care. I just know they're really good. <laughs> he had a whole radar map up. He was walking me, walking us through it. Um, so I just, you know, posted that. I was like, if you're in this area, watch this. Yeah, helpful. Because he was on YouTube, and I guess his partner was on Twitter sending out stuff at the same time. Um, but thank you for that, Charlie, from West Virginia. We appreciate that. But let's see. Glad to be back. Um, I ran into a huge Dancing with the Stars fan in the Chicago airport yesterday. Landed... We flew, I flew, well, Morgan number one was with me for a month. I got to shout her out too. Mike D and Morgan, they were there the whole time. And, you know, I was in, Morgan and I were in the jungle, sweating our faces off. And Mike D was just stuck in a hotel room. Everybody had their own struggles. (laughs) It was not, and eventually I can tell you guys what this, it's not breaking Bobby Bones. Um, I don't know, and I guess I can't share what it is yet because they haven't shared what it is yet. The network hasn't shared what Mm. it is yet. And so it's not that they're like, let's just keep this secret. You just keep it a secret. It's like they haven't shared, so I'm not allowed to. Um, but it is a, ma- a major network of the three. I guess there are four major networks now. Yeah. Fox yeah. is a major network. Sure. Um, it's not Fox. So it's like, okay, so it's one of the three other ones. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we did that. Mike D stuck in a hotel room. Got to venture out a little bit, but... Morgan was with me in the jungle, and her last day, we went because the jungle, it's like jungle and then beach right at it. You go right from the jungle to the beach. And so we, we're taking all these dirt roads, and we'd spent so much time in conditions that were extremely tough to be in because there wasn't a trailer for me to sit in. I'd be out there for 12 hours. There wasn't like a place to go sit and cool off. They just put a tent up, and you just sat in the tent. Really? Oh, yeah, it was tough. And poor Morgan it was great the whole time. 
But the last day, we were on the beach and we had to walk across these rocks. And there was one part we had to walk through water to get to the beach. Then there was the ocean. And so people were taking their shoes off to walk to the water, put them back on so you didn't live with wet feet all day. So Morgan did that and she had her shoes off and she stepped on something and cut her foot no. on the last oh, day. No. Oh my gosh. So she, so a medic had to come and do their thing. But then all at the airport, all the rest, she's limping because the, the cut was right on the part of her foot where she walks. Oh. So she was just struggling at the airport yesterday. And it was, you know, you go through customs, which is where I'm at the Dancing with the Stars fan because I go and you're in your mask and you're going through and you just feel nervous like they're going to arrest you even though you did nothing Every wrong. time. And they're like, okay, I need to know why you're coming back into this country. They need your COVID. They need your everything. And the guy, I'm watching people just explain themselves to him ahead of time. He was kind of a, like a whipcracker. And so I walk up and I got a mask on and I hand him a passport. He looks at it and he goes, hey, man, would you, uh, would it be weird if I got an autograph? And I'm like, first of all, nobody asks for autographs, hardly ever anymore. That's kind of an outdated thing, especially with young people. They want a picture. He's like 70. And so I was like, yeah, sure. I don't, I mean, I'll sign whatever you want. And so he pulls out a little pocketbook. And so I signed it. I said, hey, to the person who let me back in the USA. You <laughs> That's know, cool. Thank you. I signed my name, Bobby Bones. And he's like, would, would it be weird if I popped out of there and got a little picture? And I was like, not for me. That's weird for you. And everybody's, you know, looking Waiting in line. to get through. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it, it's like eight, eight lines deep <laughs> yeah. wrapped around. I'm like, yeah, no, of course, no problem. I have no problem with that. Takes a picture. And then I'm thinking what does this guy know me from? Okay. Oh, I guess I said Dancing with the Stars, didn't I? Yeah. You did, you yeah, did. Yeah. And so it wasn't the radio show. It wasn't Breaking Bob Bones. He was like, man, just watch you so much on Dancing with the Stars. And I was like, that's cool. It's cool that anybody <laughs> still remembers me from that show. You know, it's three years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. But got back into the States. I've been eating terribly. I really tried for the first couple of weeks to eat okay. But it's a lot of rice and beans. It's a lot of plantains. That's everywhere. It's hard no, to get away from No tacos from that. over there? Mm-mm. Really? Not a single taco. Really? Mike, it's not Mexico. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, with, yeah. No, I knew it was Central America, but I just like, it's right there. So mm-hmm. I figured tacos would eventually migrate down to Central America. Well, eventually they may. And <laughs> there now. was a Taco Bell, but we didn't go to Taco Bell. Yeah. Why would you? You're in another country. It's two uh, kilometers from the hotel, even. <laughs> kilometer? Look at you measuring oh, kilometers. I'm a whole different person at this point. <laughs> I got on the flight from Chicago to Nashville, and I was like, hola. And I was like, oh, crap. But because you're there for so long, and you, everyone just speaks like that, which they should. It's their language, that you start to at least pick up the little stuff. That's um, right. Remember we had that intern that went to Hawaii for like a couple weeks or a day or aloha. two, and she came back, and she was like, aloha. <laughs> you made fun of her. Different. What is it? They though? also speak English there, and you don't say aloha that often. Mahalo. <laughs> Only when you get off at the airport for the most part, or the, or the people at the hotel. Um, uh, so, yeah, I ate a bunch of rice and beans, and it was good, though, I will say. Mm-hmm. The food was pretty good. The people where we were in Costa Rica, we were stationed, but we moved all over. But where we were, they were so nice. We were worried about being safe before we got there. There was never, it was never even a, a thought of am I about to be taken down. That's cool. Or robbed. Never. They were the kindest people. Just, you know, I had not the greatest experience because I worked the whole time. And we were in a pretty beat up hotel for most of the time. But, so I don't like have crave to go back, at least for vacation. But it was I, I can see why people go there and stay there and love it. It's just the, the greatest group of people. Um, so anyway, hopefully soon I get to tell you what's up. I will tell you the minute that I can tell you, I will tell you. 
the second even. As soon as oh, I go, yeah, oh. I'm just going to hop on the air. Flip mm. switch on. <laughs> Come right on the air. Um, oh, so as Kaylin was flying back, listen to this story. She's flying back days early, and she's a little nervous about flying international by herself. Because, she, you know, she's airport was really small. You got to get through a couple places before you get back to America where you just feel like, oh, home again. Home to where there's even more crime. Um, <laughs> it's just weird how it's we're so like, true. how we're, it's weird. Like, I'm like, we're going to a foreign country. We're for sure going to get robbed and jumped and yeah. killed. Here? I know. It's like 10 times what it is I know. there. Turn on the news here. Yeah. <laughs> but we're comfortable because we know it here. It's familiar. But Caitlin gets on an airplane and she flies from Costa Rica to Houston then she gets on a flight from Houston to Nashville, and someone is sitting next to her that I assume is a listener. And the flight attendant's like explaining to them, hey, we're going to be leaving soon. The flight's this long. Exit rows, all this stuff the flight attendant does. And the listener who's sitting next to Caitlin goes, hey, did you know he used to also, your husband used to also date a flight attendant? What? Hmm? It, it, that's what Caitlin said. Like, she's like, what? She, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first that they talked. Yeah. That was the first thing that Why that would you even said. say that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's the, I don't, un, what's the connect? That you didn't. I went out with one, but I never dated one. I went out with one once. Right. So you yeah. didn't. Right. You didn't date I one. I didn't date, right. But it was, aside from that, even if I had, even if five years ago, I had had a long-term relationship with a flight attendant. Yeah, like, why Which I didn't. Why? What? I just didn't. She was like, it was, then it was weird. Like, why was she telling me about some, a profession you used to date? So she felt weird. I felt weird for her. I guess it was them trying to make a connection, but make a connection like, hey, I follow you on Instagram. <laughs> right. right. That was that was just weird. Uh, so, but anyway, we're here. We're good. We're back. It feels it's cold here, colder than it was there. Um, my suntan is only here. My neck. Oh, Because I wore long sleeves, two layers. I, I mentioned this on the show weeks ago. I, f- I finally understand why people in extremely hot Climates wear long sleeves and things on their body. Cover up. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you would get sunburned quickly. or And you're de- dehydrated all the time. I was just fighting yellow pee the whole time. You were talking about the heat there. like So you're close to the equator. Is there like a big difference in that heat? Because, I mean, you... We- Completely. A 92-degree day there is like a 120-degree day here. Well, yeah, because what's the humidity like there? I don't know. In the jungle, it's awful. Right. And that's where Ugh. I spent a lot of my days was in the middle of... Sweaty, gross trees. And there were iguanas everywhere, monkeys in trees, snakes all <laughs> over the crazy. place. It is wild. It is wild. And, and and I can tell you guys more when I can tell you more, but it's, it's definitely hotter there, even it being the same temperature. Wow. The sun just feels like you can reach up and touch it. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So uh, let me take this call, Ray, from Sean in El Paso, who is on the phone. Da, da, da. And you guys can call the post show if you'd like. Sean, how are you, buddy? Hey, Bobby. Good morning. Good morning. Buenos dias, studio. Buenos, Buenos dias. dias. Oh. Hey, in future... Buenas noches. Yes. Yes. Tonight. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Hey, Bobby, we listen to you every morning. My kids and I, when I'm taking them to school, they, they know your theme songs and sing along to it and everything. It's nice to talk to you. Thank you. So yesterday I was I was surfing around on Facebook when I didn't have anything to do, and I, I saw this article, and it said, uh, ranking all of the Dancing with the Stars winners from 1 to 30. And I clicked on it, and the first face that popped up was Bobby Bones at number thirty. So I was just kind of curious. Oh, we're on that. <laughs> uh, I should be thirty. Let's be on. Listen, am how many I the winners gr- are there? 30? Thirty. Oh, thirty total. Oh, okay, because yeah, I was season twenty-seven. Okay. Let me say this about that show, which I loved, and it was a great experience. I technically was not a good dancer. 
And people who win that show are often fantastic dancers or have some sort of athletic ability to pick it up super quick. And I did not. However, I was a bigger meteor into that show than anyone in the history of that show because we together worked as a team, the listeners, the show, myself, and just shook it to its foundation that they had to change the rules. Like they should go back and go, okay, let's rank the winners where after they left, the producers were like, holy crap, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah, let's see who's the number one then. Because also in that, my strategy was if it's equal voting and dancing, I'm going to get as good as I could at dancing. But while everybody else is only focused on the dancing, I'm working the votes over here. I'm working the human element. And so, and I know this too, as much as I get crap on the message boards of Dancing with the Stars and people are pretty mean to me in the Instagram, that other people that, you know, viewers like are only came on that show because I went on the show and proved you could win without having any history of dancing. So I'm basically the Beatles. Hmm. I've influenced a lot of people. Well, <laughs> only three seasons. Um, I should be 30, let's be honest. If it's just dancing, I should be 30. However, if it's about someone impacting the show the biggest, it's pro- I'm in the top three. Just because I went in, didn't know any of the rules, didn't know how to dance at all, and still came out victorious. And I credit the B team. I credit hard work. Um, I credit one inch at a time because I never looked at the finale. It was always, especially early on, can I just outrun the slowest person? Can I just not finish last? Because every week you don't finish last, you move on just like the second place person does, just like the first place person does. So I tell people on American Idol, it's like, hey, you don't have to win every week. Just be solid because as long as you don't suck, you're not going home. I'll have to announce soon I'm not going back this season because this other show. Oh. Right yeah, I mean, kind of. Right yeah, <laughs> I just did. But um, I can't because it's like you have to pick. Because the, the issue isn't doing two shows. It's when you're promoting one and you're on another or you're – that starts to be a little mm. fuzzy. Um, but I had to – and this is not, not an announcement. I'm not even sure if I can say this. I'm sure I can. It's my life, right? It's my life. <laughs> it's now or never. Um, I had to make a decision. Do I want to go back and be on third string on American Idol, which has been the greatest gift to me, and hopefully I've provided something for that show over the last four seasons, or do I want to go and actually – I don't know if I can say host. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can say uh, I, I do, I mean, do I want to go and is. actually be – a bigger part of something else. Um, and so we'll see what I decided. Stay <laughs> tuned. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see where the chips fall. You know what I'm saying? Um, but on American Idol, I would tell them, let's not worry about finishing first. You don't have to go out and do 37 runs. Just be good. Because as long as you're out running the, last, the, the slowest person, the tiger can only eat the slowest person. Yeah. If you're in the jungle and you're running and you got some buddies, just trip one of them and run. <laughs> Because the tiger will stop and eat that one. What's up? You have to trip them? Yeah, because you don't want to die. Yeah. yeah. Or else okay. it would be you, Amy. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll read this. Despite his career as a uh, country radio DJ, oh, I hate the word DJ, and Side Hustle's American Idol's resident mentor, uh, Bone's proximity to the music world didn't quite give him the rhythm or flow that he needed to dance well. Not that it mattered much to his considerable fan base, which ultimately scored him the win. And though Bone's upbeat attitude in the face of season-long criticism was admirable. His lack of dance skill made the victory feel questionable. It was so controversial, in fact, that Dancing with the Stars went on to create the judges' save for season 28, intended to weed out the weak contestants. 
Uh, but that didn't do the trick either, they said. Hey, hey, suck it. How about that? Who wrote this article? TV line, there's no person? Eh, I agree with her. I say suck it, but I'm like, yeah, you know what? I kind of agree with her. Um, okay. Thank you for that, Sean. Anything else you'd like to say? Congrats on all the success. I enjoy the show. Thanks, thanks, and you guys have a great day. Thanks, Sean. Have a good day, too. Let me mention something a little more upbeat. The St. Jude Radiothon, which we would have talked about today, but we did the Million Dollar Show, and then we talked about the storms. But the which ri- the Million Dollar Show is for St. Jude. Yes, Y'all yes, do yes. that, so the, yes. it's a... It makes sense. Um, did we? Is it up again? Another point? Yeah, I was I was talking to them about that. If, if it goes towards that number or it's something totally separate, but I think regardless. No, we, no, 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 no. I'm saying the number here. Is, oh, that. No, that's the official number as of last night, and that was the final count. That, but that's a little more than you gave me yesterday. Is that accurate? Yeah, the one I. Yes, yeah, the number you have written down. Okay. is accurate. So. Uh, <laughs> Ray walks in with two big drums and just scares me. Very dramatic. Um, so, la- last year was our personal record of 2.15. Nope. 2.25 was last year. 2.25 was last year. I don't know if that's accurate. Yeah, we, we talked about that yesterday. You and I did? Yeah. You said, but I yeah. looked it up. Yeah, but you even said, oh, oh, you're wrong, and you go, oh, no, you're right. Okay, then maybe this is what you told me yesterday. Yeah, so you're already up to date, so I was okay. confused, but I was Yeah, me too. I'm it. confused. Hey, <laughs> hey, bro. I don't even know what day it is. Okay. Last year was our record of 2.25 million. Million with an M. Million. Uh, and every year, it's harder and harder to make a difference because everything is so much more fragmented. People are listening to all kinds of different stuff. Uh, all that to be... Uh, we raised $2.3 million. Oh, wow. Whoa, new record. Oh, yeah. New record. Wow. Look at that. We've, that's our highest ever, and... We are extremely proud of it and thankful to you. And as I talk about the B team for something trivial, like Dancing with the Stars, I must mention you in the same breath of $2.3 million for St. Jude. And that money goes to beat cancer. It goes to making kids' lives better. It goes to research. And re- the difference is, and I can tell you this, why we're so involved with St. Jude, because people will be like, why are you not even on in Memphis? We're not on in Memphis. You're right. But that hospital... One shares research freely with every hospital. Not all hospitals do that. A lot of hospitals keep it and go, you got to come here to be specialized. St. Jude shares it freely. And also, if you go to St. Jude because you have a cancer that they work on, you don't pay for anything. No food, no no medical treatment. No travel. No medicine, no travel. No and housing. So for us, especially as someone who was in the hospital as a kid, like that's such a big deal. Um, but yes, we're very proud of that. All right, all right. You want to hear my? I just feel like I have a lot of stuff I haven't talked about. We have 20 minutes before I have to do an interview, um, so let me read you some stuff. I got an MRI before I went away on my shoulder. I got my wrist fixed. Uh, this 2022 is the year I, well, get back to normal physically. Okay. Is the shoulder from Dancing with the Stars still? From when you fell? I think the shoulder is from breaking Bobby Bones. Okay. I think. Because I my injury from Dancing with the Stars, I was compen- overcompensating in different areas to not hurt it. Got it. And I've hurt it in a different place. So I went because my shoulder has been killing me. Got an MRI. Did the machine. You sit there. <laughs> Here we go. Here's what I have. The MRI. Okay, wait. You're going to read us the report? Yeah, I'm going to read you the report because it's, okay. it's a lot of words. <laughs> Can you even? Oh, it's, it's a, 
It's on the portal. Oh, detailed. The portal's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Who knew you get into it? And it's like here's all your. I can message with people that, like, doctors. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. MRI upper extremity. Right joint without contrast. I don't know what that means, but here's what I have. The doctor has reviewed the images to verify the above interpretation. I like. To, da, 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 da. I have first of all I have bicep tendonitis in my right shoulder, so the bicep muscle actually goes up into the shoulder. That makes sense, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. I have a low-grade interstitial tear of the subscapularis tendon. Whoa. So I have a tear in my shoulder. Hmm. And how, do you, I, how do you fix it? You need to stitch that up? I don't know if stitching is what they do. I can either go through a bunch of uh, rehab or surgery, and I think I'm going to choose rehab. Oh, yeah. You should try that first. But it sucks. It's hurt for so long that I'm glad I got it taken care of. So I have... A physical therapist coming to the house this week. It's going to work on my shoulder and my calf, which is still strained from like a year ago. 2022, that's the year of Bobby. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> physically better, mentally better. Um, but that's what I'll be dealing with. I'm going to a therapist. I may have mentioned on the show today, new, ther new therapist. I mentioned on the show? Kind of. And they, so I got a recommendation. And they're like, go to this guy. So I go and I, it's like, tell us why you need therapy. And so I was like, well, I could write a, a whole thesis, <laughs> but I wrote, you don't have the space. Oh, I left it there. Nice. And they were like, what issues? <laughs> and then I wrote, oh, you'll know. And so I, and then I wrote a couple little things down at the bottom. You wrote, oh, you'll know. They probably look at them and like, oh, funny what? guy, <laughs> funny guy coming in. Yeah. Well, because I didn't have it 10 years. And so, but I'm, I'm going, hopefully we'll be going to a new therapist very soon. The 2022, I'm going to say it again. It's the year of me. Of me. Can't wait. I'm finally going to do something good with my life. <laughs> finally. <laughs> All right. I feel good. Uh, Instagram's bringing back the chronological feed in 2022, which is fantastic. Yeah, what? so good. Why did you, why'd you turn what your hands on my dog what? whenever I say the word mm -hmm. food? What is that, the chronological feed? It means because they haven't been giving it to us in order. It just they yes. give it to you as you they see fit for you. Got it. And so you, I might miss something you post, even though you posted it a minute before I pulled up my Instagram. Yeah, got it. Until 2016, the feed was chronological. Then they assigned an algorithm to it. It sorted the feed. The algorithm takes factors into account, including to how likely you are to interact, uh, now, the Instagram head has confirmed that a chronological feed will be reintroduced in the first quarter of 2022 from Daily Mail. I'll go to this. Yeah, I agree. Single clap, but just know I'm giving you a clap too, Amy. Right. Are they going to stop giving us random people too? I don't mind that. You don't? Yeah, I don't mind that. I never followed them, but, but I don't mind that. That's why we follow people so we can see them, and, mm -hmm. and then I get a random like actor who I don't know. I'm like, why am I? But here's that? why they give you that. You've already scrolled all the way through everything. Oh, you're done. They don't throw it up, at least not in mine. They don't throw it up in the middle of people I already follow. It's like when, when you've seen everything, they then go, here's other stuff. Okay. Right? I have no idea. I always just think I'm following them. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know who this person is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, after five, I'm like, I have no idea who these people are. I can tell you, though, I appreciate the ads, though, now, because they just, mm -hmm. it's my algorithm. It's gotten to know me, and I'm like, oh, don't mind if I do. Thank you. Click. I mean, shop now. Click. <laughs> I saw a story about a guy who gets vaccinated, who got vaccinated up to 10 times in a single day. Oh. What? Is that better or something? Well, let's talk about this. <laughs> Because before I, and then it made sense once I read it. It not made sense in like, oh, I would do that too, but it made sense. If you know the story, please check yourself out. Who knows the story? 
Okay, good. We what, are none up of to us. speed on the news. Why would someone get... Well, that's not a big news story. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Why would someone get vaccinated up to 10 times in a day? Had to be a bet. Great theory. That's the only thing okay. that I popped in my head. We, we spin the wheel. Uh. Yeah. Like, you got to go get vaccinated 10 times. Ha, 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 ha. Okay, there's one. Why would somebody get vaccinated 10 times? Uh, maybe because they're real worried about... Okay. Uh, Another COVID. interesting theory, too. Amy, do you have a theory on this? They're addicted to needles. <laughs> Might as well face it. I'm addicted oh, to needles. <laughs> no. Interesting, Amy. No, no, not yet, but okay. Ray, anything? Relative had to practice. Ooh. Yes. Oh, that's good, Ray. Good one. The wife trying to learn. But Mo- how would they have a- Morgan? That they're a conspiracy theorist. Maybe they like think that getting that many is going to help them or maybe do something. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, nobody knows, so it's okay. Morgan felt bad. Like, I don't know. They, <laughs> um, Nobody knows. They are, they're in a different weight class. Oh, so you have to get one. Oh. Well, I don't know. I don't think that's it. So you need more vaccines. Like, in yeah. his brain, he might be like, I'm a power lifter. I've got muscles. I don't know. I need more. Hey, what about, what about oh. he stole a bunch of vaccines and he's like, oh, cops are on to me. I got to get rid of them. It's po- like po- drugs po- when you swallow yeah. drugs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or he wants to prove how inefficient the system is, so he goes from one store to the next store to say that there's no checking, and so you can get as many as you want. Oh, wow. That's interesting, but I don't think— I have no idea. Yeah, 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 I know. But they check oh, that or not. Oh, but they, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But they don't, they, they don't check because you're not actually gaining anything. Oh. you know, Does that make sense? I guess. Like you, getting two isn't any better than getting one. So you're really not stealing anything. Got it. But you're kind. You're you're walking down a path that is similar to what happened, Amy. Okay, his short-term memory. Okay, no. It- <laughs> okay, right, Amy's stop. doing fifty first dates. <laughs> he met he met Drew Barrymore, right? They really got <laughs> forgetful, Lucy. <laughs> okay. Okay. A guy in New Zealand mm-hmm. got vaccinated against COVID nineteen as many as ten times in a single day. He visited several vaccination centers to get the shots and was paid to do so. Oh. What happened was unva- people that didn't want to get vaccinated but get a vaccination card, oh. he would go in. It's like taking someone's Genius. ACT or SAT test. Say they're them, get the, va- get the vaccine, because ha- the- they don't check a picture, get the vaccine card in their name with the real shot and give them the card. Does, does he know the side effects of that? I don't know. There- yeah, was he okay after 10? What if... <laughs> I mean, he became a superhero. Oh, yeah. Like Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, it doesn't say anything post. I don't think anything happens. For the most part, a vaccine goes into your body, does the work, and then leaves. It's out. Okay. That's how a vaccine works. It doesn't stay in you. It goes in, introduces, I'll do the quick, easy version. Any vaccine, period. Hello, everyone. I'm in your body. I'm a vaccine. This is what you need to know. Reads them a book. Gives them all the knowledge they need to know. Okay, I'll be seeing you now. Out the body it goes. But it's left the information to fight off what's coming in. Why is there no animation of this story? Of the vaccine going to the body, reading a book to the body, and then okay, out Out the butthole we go. (laughs) It's amazing. They're probably through pee, though, more than butthole. But yes. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) That is a terrible description, but still, that's what a vaccine does-ish. Goes in. Says this is what's going to happen. Teaches, shows, gets out, gets out of town. But that's why you got uh, all those vaccines. I got a few more minutes, right, before the inter- this interview you have to do? Yeah, you got the time. Good. Scuba, how are you doing? Uh, I'm a little burnt out, but I'm good. Burnt out of? Family? Fa- fa- balancing family and the job and other stuff behind the scenes oh. dealing with. Amen. 
what, what have you been dealing with? Amen. Uh, just <laughs> the end of the year. It's a lot of closing up shop and last minute sales things and meetings. And Is that mostly the burn from the end of the year? So they're putting all this pressure on you, sales. I don't know. I mean, I'm, yeah. I mean, usually the end of year is always just a lot for me in general with any position I've had within this career path. Um, but this particular job and this show has been a little bit more difficult. Um, I'm not, not saying I can't do it. It's just a lot. And so I've been working a lot of long days and long hours and what ab- make family, make family time, which is impossible. What about it has been difficult? Just the long hours and trying to keep my family happy as well. Yeah. Uh, but I keep telling them, Hey, in, in, a, in a week or so, I'm going to be off and we're going to be hanging out and doing all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. I mean, Steve, do, I mean, the amount of different people he deals with across the country and any, and, and different parts of the company on any given day, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you just sit in the classroom for a little bit and watch him, you're like, oh, interesting. Or notes I get from him. I'm like, you talk to that person? I mean, he's like the middleman for so many different things. I'm like. What do you need? He needs an assistant. <laughs> is that what you need? Another. Uh, uh, My problem with having an assistant is I'm so hands-on, similar kind of personality hey, like you. It's if I can to do it, go. If I can do it and let you have some of it, which has happened, yeah. I never let anybody have anything. You can do it and let somebody have something. Yes. Let me be your guiding light. It sucks. <laughs> it's extremely difficult because you have a, a similar upbringing than I do, so you have to hold on to everything or you feel like it's going to run away or screw up or, yes. or die. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I, I understand that and I empathize. But for me, for me to do grander things that actually help this place, I had to let go of some of the things, which is why you were brought in. Yeah. Which is what you do well. What you may have to do is similar to that. Yes, and I just don't know if the company has the budget to allow for something like that. Let me tell you about the company. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I'm just talking out loud here. Yeah, I get it, yeah. Why could we not move Abby, who crushes? I mean, Abby is, who, who you know, with all that Mike does behind the scenes, Mike D, who is like, my personal guy. He goes with me everywhere. Like the guy that I touch more than anybody else <laughs> oh and, and knows my brain creatively is Mike D. And you, who you're running this operation, because I've been gone for a month. Yeah. You, know? you know who runs the place when I'm gone? You. You know who runs the place when I'm here? You. And so other than the two people that we celebrate in Ray for being here, like Abby is just killing it. I feel – listen, I don't work in the glass room with her as much as you do, but I know I, – I pay her to work in different capacities for me on the podcast network and she produces shows and stuff. I feel like she's great. But what about somebody like Abby doing that job or do you even like her? I like Abby, but I think she's also stretched thin just to your point of what you just said now. I don't think she has the capacity to – But we move – right. move, we, but we shift those duties. Bring in a new phone person. Gotcha. Okay. I wouldn't have her do phones. I don't even know. I'm just talking out loud. But yeah. like Abby's the ne- Abby's the next next one up, obviously. At least in my mind, is she to you? Yeah, I, I say yeah. She's in the farm league. We're cultivating her, yeah. guys. Bringing she's right up. there. You know, she's listening to all of this. <laughs> That's fine. Let her listen. She's a double A player right now. We're talking single like a. she's far, far away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if there is anything. I'm just. I guess if anything, I'm just uh, hopefully publicly stating how great Abby is, and there's something for her, even if it's not here. It's somewhere. And I believe so, And I've too. hopefully, like, found her other things to do where it's like she's a big big part of this show. Heck, even in content in the past six months. Oh, yeah. 
Like yeah. she has brought us some just fire, <laughs> just great, great storyline, diamonds, all true. Well, but like has well. been vulnerable with her story. Well. well, she pranked you guys, <laughs> right? But right. a prank is true, <laughs> right? What would have been not true is if she would just held on to lie and been like, "Yeah, I got five thousand dollars or whatever." Uh, but anyway, let me work as my Christmas gift to you. Let me work on that. Okay, all right. I will try to find you some help in some way. Okay, cool. Even if it's me. What if I'm the assistant? No. <laughs> you start answering it can't phones. Be you. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> um, well, Scuba, I hate that you're burned out. I also, though, have the same struggle. I don't have kids, but my struggle is balance in that I'm just like, I'm just going to leave for a month and work for 20 hours a day. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I have a wife. Forgot about that. Yeah, it's tough. And I don't, you, I don't forget about that. But still, it's like, you know, she didn't sign up to just be running alongside me as I'm working the whole time. Your wife didn't sign up to be at home all day as you work. 16 hours. Yeah. And she's working too. So she's also trying to balance us as well. And it's a lot with not only just our relationship, but then with the children as well into it. So it's, it's just a lot. And then at the end of the day, I'm just stressed and she wants attention and the kids want attention. And I just don't have it. I don't have You've it You've given all. it all to me. I've given it all to me. Forget the kids. <laughs> I'm his kid. Yeah, you're my biggest kid. <laughs> I'm, his, I'm his kid now. But it's, it, the payoff is great though. It's worth it. In the end, everything's great. I'm going to get a nice two weeks off. We're going to get the heck out of here and enjoy life. So I'm good with it. You sound tired. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you know what? Take off 10 minutes early today, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate it. I got to take my <laughs> kid to the doctor's office. Oh, we can do that? Oh, okay. Um, I was just kidding anyway. I don't know what time. He doesn't have a time that he's That's supposed to I leave. That's what I mean. Like if stays. he leaves early, it just means that like he won't get something done, I guess. Okay, let's see. What is he laughing at? Ray's like, are you done? <laughs> Oh, Ray's like, okay, now now on to me. No, he was just in my lap. Oh. <laughs> uh, CBS Nashville New Year's Eve just got bigger is the headline. Morgan talked about it in the skinny today. I hope you guys watch. It's going to be a cool New Year's oh, Eve yeah, show. Of course. I'm, I'm hosting it. I'm pretty pumped about it. Um, Morgan already mentioned it, but there, Sam Hunt's playing, John Party, Lady A. We could go on and on. But it's going to be a... An alter, I would say, in some people's minds, an alternative to the New York show. In my mind, the New York show is an alternative to this, which yeah. is going to be better. So I'll be hosting this on CBS New Year's Eve. Even if it's not your main thing, a lot of places have a New Year's Eve show on because you're watching for the countdown. Mm-hmm. I would, hopefully, I'd be so honored if you put on the CBS version of this because I'll be hosting it from Nashville. It'll be cold. That's going to be awesome. And you won't even have to be cold. You can be in your house with heat on and not have to be cold. But they announced a lot of new people that are performing, and there you have it. Um, man, I could do another hour, but I just can't because i got to get over and do this interview. That's at 10, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I should probably go? Yeah. Okay. Amy, anything you want to say before we go? Yeah, just reminding people to hit up bobbybones.com for all Pimp and Joy items, all proceeds supporting tornado relief specifically in Kentucky where they were hit so hard. I mean, the devastation there is it's unimaginable. Like just seeing the image, like you would have towns demolished. So they just need a lot of love and support. And that's what Pimp and Joy is. It's all about spreading joy and love to those that need it. And as, as listeners, we get to come together and use that. Like you get something in the mail, you get a shirt that will remind you that you spread joy to others, but all the money will also go to helping others too. I'll leave you with this. Thumbs up or thumbs down. A pop punk version of Tim McGraw's Something Like That. Here you go. I 
Pulled out her earbuds. Eddie shook his head no. No, get get out of here. No, with I this. Have, can I put them back in? Yeah. No, I can't. That's too much. Yeah, it, don't don't it, mess with my fa- one of my favorite country songs. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It's actually a little cleaner, like sounding. Uh-huh. Sounds like Simple Plan doing it instead of the, you know, uh, the Ramones. Oh, you know, okay. there's a different yeah, yeah, yeah. texture, cleanliness to it. Um, you know, it's not the Sex Pistols doing it. It's <laughs> you know, Green Day. Uh, this is actually a guy named Alex Melton. And he does pop punk versions of the country song. So you go thumbs down? Yeah, thumbs down, absolutely. Thumbs down. I'll go thumbs up. Just to be different? No. <laughs> I don't. Listen, I wouldn't listen to it on my own. But for what it is and what it's doing, I think it's a pretty good version of it. So, all right, thank you. Post show's back, baby. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow.